message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. I bring this exhortation again. Let us rise and let us take charge. Let us rise. Let us occupy our positions that God has given us and influence positively through our prayers that which we want to see, we must see. That which we do not want to see, we don't have to see. Amen. What do we use our voices for? What are the things we talk about? Do we wait for the devil to wreak havoc and then we come to talk? Or we rise and say that enough is enough. Things must go the way the Lord wants it to go. That is the essence of this charge. Another thing I want you to know, and it is very, very crucial in this part of the world, where the devil has been exalted over and above almost everything. This morning, I want you to understand, so long as the affairs of man is concerned, the devil does not have the final say. I wish you would hear that. I wish you would believe that. I would wish you would live your life by that. The devil does not have the final say. He does not rule. He is not the final authority in the affairs of men. As far as the word of God, which is the truth, which is the life, which is the light of man is concerned, the devil has been judged already. And the devil does not have a final say in your life. Oh, God, I wish this precious one saying amen will also believe what they are saying. Amen. Rulership in the affairs of men is not in the domain of the devil. No. It is not the devil that determines what should happen to you. No. <laughs> the devil is not life. It is Jesus that is life. In John chapter 16 and verse 11, there's that short st statement there. In John chapter 16 and verse 11, he says, Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. He has been sentenced. He cannot extend any power, any authority over you because he is judged. In my life, the devil is judged. So when I want to rise from the sickbed, 
It is not the devil to tell me to lie down. No. Anytime I hear the voice of the devil, I say, shut up. You have already been judged. Forget it. When it comes to my life, it is me and the Holy Spirit and God and the light in scriptures that talk, that matter. As for the devil, he is already judged. Please develop that mentality. The devil is judged in your life according to scripture. And this is the word of life. Peter said, where will we go if you ask us to leave you? Because you have the words of life. Do you want to live? Then know what John chapter 16 verse 11 says. What does it say? When it comes to judgment, the devil is judged. He can't play any significant role in your life. I wish you would hear that. The devil cannot. It is not the devil that tells you when to rise up and pray. It is not the devil that tells you. You know, sometimes the way we allow ourselves to do some religious things, they are funneled by satanic influences. May the Lord grant us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me share one more truth with you and then we will stop here. At the beginning I said, brethren, pray for us. I extended appreciation to as many of us that are doing so individually. But there is power in unified prayer. When we come together and we arrive at a decision, even if God has to pass through thick walls, he will pass through. You remember in Acts chapter 12, when Peter was arrested and put in prison, the Bible says, the church, all right, unified prayer. The church came together and the church said, no, we have already suffered one of our leaders. We won't let the second Go. Now, they were meeting in the house of Mary, who had a help called Rhoda or something, right? Now, you would want to think, what is the unified prayer of some people in a private residence? What impact will it have on government prison? That is some distance away. There is power in unified prayer. So the church gathered in this house and they lifted their voice and they said, affliction shall not arise the second time. No. The first one took us unawares, not this second one. Peter, you are out of the prison. You see, when we make such pronouncements, some people begin to wonder, what is this thing you are saying? What, is it have, what impact is it making in Parliament House? 
That is where they are making the rules. <laughs> you get the point? What impact is it making? Did you hear the news of, of America yesterday? That all over America, two men can stand together and marry. That is the country you want to pay visa and go to. We see insanity. When you forget about the laws of God, you begin to do things. By the time you look back, you say, oh, now I have had on my WhatsApp, let, let, let the brethren rise and pray. Let, you see, now that they have passed that into law, brethren are praying. Before, when you ask brethren to pray, oh. that is how it will be until the thing comes to our neck. And when it's on the, hey, brethren! Today I'm saying you are laughing with me, yes? I'm talking about unified prayer. A whole nation that is considered number one in terms of, in, I don't know, in terms of what, probably in terms of what? Uh, what makes U.S. number one? Maybe military might. Well, I don't know. And that is the country seeking to impose its form of government in all other places. That because the court has ruled, it is law. <laughs> There's much that the church can do. In Genesis chapter 11, let me share that with you. Genesis and chapter 11, a group of people came together. Hear this. They were not born again. They were not speaking in tongues. A group of people came together and they sat down and they said, very soon all of us sitting here will die and go away. Let us do something on this earth that even when we are dead and gone, people will make reference to that something and remember us. So the group decided that they will build a tower. A tower as tall as when God is sitting on his rocking chair in heaven, he will see that tower. Because the tower will pass through the sky and appear. Why? Because they don't want their name to be missing on it. That is all. They have all the resources. So, let us go ahead and do that. Then they began to build. Listen. The group of people, they had one voice. The Bible puts it that they had one voice. They spoke one language. 
Now, what that simply means, not that all the guns were speaking away, all the accounts were speaking away. No, no, that's not what it means. That as far as this project is concerned, we are one. Irrespective of wherever we come from, this is what we have decided we will do. So, as for the project, there is only one language. It must be done. Then they began. And they began. And they continued. And they continued. And they continued. Because they were one, the work was just going on. Until one day, God was searching for something on that day. And then he saw the thing. He said, hey, what's happening here? And then the angel briefed him. Oh, this group of people, they have decided that they will build a tower so that their name, when they are dead and gone, they will, people will look at the tower and remember them. He said, oh. Now, so, they have all the materials. They have all the materials. They have all the skills. They have all the skills. So, are they really doing it? They are doing it, sir. One week later, the thing was coming. Then the angels came to God. They said, God, the people, they are still working. They are totally one on that. They are working. One month later, they were working. Then God said, excuse me. What can be done? Because what they intend to do, I don't have any place in heaven here to let some skyscraper come and scratch my heaven here. No. Then the angels say, we too have been watching them, but they are solid. What they have said they will do, they are doing it. Then one day God summoned counsel in heaven. Let us go down and see what this group is doing. So they went. The men were working. You see, God and the angels, they were all spirits. So they were hanging around talking, listening to the workers and all of that. Then God concluded. Say, gentlemen, angels, Gabriel, Matt, uh, what are the names of the popular, all of them. He said, the thing that these people have decided to do, no one is able to stop them. Who was talking? God. Genesis chapter 11 and verse 6 or something like that. The thing that these people have decided to do no one, Genesis chapter 11 and verse 6, and the Lord said, not Gabriel, not Michael, and the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they all have one language and this is what they have begun to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. There is 
power that when a church comes together and makes a stand, nothing will ever be withheld from us. And because the people were one, the only way God could discontinue the building was not to make blocks finish because there was blocks. He said, let us break the unified front. That is all. That was the strategy God used. Let us break the unified front. If we don't tamper with their coming together as one, it is going to be very difficult because they have the blocks, they have the cement, they have the sand, they have the people, they have the knowledge, they have everything. But now, let us break the common front. You can imagine if all of us seated here, we rise up and we say anything good about this place and we stand that we will get it done. It will be done. <laughs> because there is so much that you can put inside the leadership that it will be better what we are. But when we don't come together, when we don't come together, when we don't lift them in prayer, when we don't speak in the realms of the spirit for God to have absolute control in the affairs of the leadership, then things will begin to go wayward. And then people will begin to suffer. You see, where there is no leadership, forget about followership. Because there's only followership when there is leadership. Jesus Christ could only ask Peter, James, and John to follow because he was going. And then he said, follow me. Alright? When there is no leader, that's why the Bible says, when you strike the shepherd, what happens? The flock scatters. Where there is no leader, Followership is disorganized. Amen. So for our own sake, we need to pray for our leaders. That's what the apostle said. Brethren, pray for us. I'm going to ask that as we enter the second half of this year, let us make it a conscious effort in all of our groupings, wherever we are, pray. For us. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 25. Brethren, pray for us. For the will of God to be established. Three things I have shared with us. When we rise and we pray, we open the door for our quietness, for our peace, for our progress, for our prosperity. Right? Very, very, very important. If you want your peace, your quietness to be tampered with, then neglect that responsibility. Number two, the devil does not have the final say in your life. 
because he has been judged. So what, by what do I live on a daily basis? Say, man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds from the lips of the Father. So when God says, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed, that is life. That is a lifeline that has been thrown to you. So you take hold of it and say, I am healed. Amen. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Sympathizers will say, hey, take it easy. But, say, but Jesus, who gave me life in the first place, he says, I am healed. <laughs> Amen. So it becomes the words of Jesus against the words of man. So many of us are not fulfilling our destinies because we are listening to what people are saying. We are listening to what people are saying. But you know what God has said to you. Amen. The third point I have made, there is power in unified prayer. If only the church we will rise and build a common front, uphold the leadership of the church, leadership in our community, leadership in our nation, we will see the quietness. We will see the peace we will see the progress. May the Lord God Almighty cause our ears to hear in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www winnersghana.org You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.